welcome back uh, to another episode of Scholars and Dollars. Um, you have Miss M today, <laughs> so the M of H and M um, on this afternoon, and so we have a lot to talk about um, as we usually do. And um, as I always share, um, Harrison and I we share notes back and forth um, during the week, and just some of the things that we're we are going through um, as we are rounding out, um, getting ready for the holidays. Um, I'd still like to stress to parents, students, and educators that uh, scholarships, of course, are available 365 days a year, everyone. So there's no season um, for scholarships. So I'm always stressing to um, parents and students that, you know, even when your children are out for Christmas holidays, Christmas break, come up with a nice workable, you know, schedule um, that um, both of you can honestly, you know, work with. Because regardless, one of the things that Jaren and I, we always talk about, you know, even if you don't have a plan in place, the colleges and universities across the country, they definitely have a plan in place um, to start sending you bill, you guys bills once you complete your FAFSA and they get these nice packages together, but they will definitely let you know um, that bottom dollar, how much you will have to cover or pay. And so you, you definitely don't want to be caught out there as we, as we see many parents and students uh, get caught in April, May, June, now trying to scramble around um, and, and come up with this money. Um, so again, this is another great opportunity for uh, you to get a plan in place moving forward even. Um, believe it or not, you guys, I, I thought about this on, on the way to record today as I'm planning with my own child. <laughs> um, that January, February, you guys, it's really going to, uh, I guess, peak or, or really move fast forward when it comes to those local and state level scholarships. So um, it's it's going to be a lot. And again, if you do not have a plan in place, I've been honest um, about our journey. I do this every year with other parents, students, and educators. And it's different, of course, when you're going through it with your, your own child. And then she has her life and, and uh, doing different things. And I think if you follow us on social media, one of the, running jokes yesterday uh, was uh, that Jordan is a semifinalist for a scholarship. And uh, I noticed it. it. It was marked on red, and I noticed it. And uh, so I called her thinking I'm surprised and like, hey, you know, you're a semifinalist for a scholarship. And she said, I already know that. And I said, well, it wasn't open. She said, well, I just do what you do. You know, I read it and I go back and mark unread so then you can read it, you know, as well. So, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, she's pulling one of my tricks on me, um, back at me or getting back at me. And and I'm okay with that because, again, we have a really great system uh, in place to ensure that, you know, she's checking her email. That that means that she's checking her email, right? And that's the goal. And that's what I wanted her to do. And so she uh, actually did that, marked it unread so I could see it. Um, and then I actually logged into the that particular scholarship portal to see, you know, what are the requirements. 
not really a lot of requirements um, for the next round, I guess, for that particular scholarship. And and so then I had her log into her, her Ron Brown, her GPS program. And again, I keep telling parents, students, and educators, if you, I know we have, um, you know, people across the country that listen to our program, but one of the programs for African-American first-gen, um, not even just first-gen students, but just African-American uh, students, uh, students of color, is the Ron Brown GPS program. And that a community of students are amazing. So I just wanted to see if other students received their invitation or their announcement for that particular scholarship. And, and you guys, there are some students not only – with um, that scholarship, but Gates scholarship, Coca-Cola scholarship, uh, some of these students are semifinalists for multiple big scholarships uh, for students um, across the country. So to me, I love it. You know what that means? They figured it out. They figured out that formula. They figured out um, what they need um, in order to stand out to scholarship organizations. It may be that they're first gen. It may be you know, low income, or it may be GPA, it may be extracurricular activities, um, if they're a well-rounded student. So it just depends on what that particular organization uh, is actually looking for. Um, so I was very excited for that. Um, also, I have a few students that are semifinalists for the uh, Gates Scholarship. And so I talked, we've been talking about that since the summer, right? So uh, Gates has moved on to the next round. So any of our listeners, children that have made it um, to the semifinalist round or phase two, I think is what they call it. Kudos to you. Um, you know, if part of your journey was listening to us, taking our advice, uh, we love it. Um, definitely share that uh, with me. You don't have to put it on social media. You can send send it to me in Messenger. Uh, just to let me know, some parents have already done that. Like they would have never heard about this scholarship if it wasn't for um, our social media page, Pay Scholarship Academy, if they didn't attend our scholarship and college fair, our virtual events for the last two years. Uh, one student said she was, a, I think, a sophomore um, at the time when she when she participated in our first virtual event she had never heard of Gates. Her school never talked about Gates. She qualified for Gates. She's made it to the phase two round. Those are the stories that we love to share with everyone. Um, so I, I did ask, um, I uh, do have like some of the essay prompts. Now, it's not just essay prompts for the next round of Gates, but uh, there's, I think they have to upload their FAFSA. They have to um, put in a, um, picture like a profile pic or something um, for the scholarship. So again, we've talked about that before as well, like having appropriate headshot um, for a scholarship. So, you know, when I gave those examples months ago about, you know, not being at, you know, your family barbecue for you know, your headshot, people can see you in the background or in your bathroom by the bathtub, um, boot up, you know, with your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, those are not appropriate headshots. Um, so again, they are already 
you know, possibly profiling you, you know, just based on your, your headshot and what type of picture you will submit. So just, you have to be able to think about the entire process uh, when you have made it to the next round. But one of the essay prompts, each essay prompt, I think is 400 words. And one of the essay prompts um, was tell us about your, your community. Um, how has your community shaped the person you are today? No more than 400 words. Uh, and I heard one student say, oh, I already have something like that. I just need to cut it down. I, she said, I think it's like 750 words that I have. So now she's got to cut that 750 word essay down to uh, 400 words. And then another essay, essay number two, for them is what does leadership mean to you? And I immediately knew that most of these students, they already had a leadership essay um, somewhere in place. Describe how you have exemplified leadership uh, via one or several of your high school extracurricular um, pursuits. And then another essay prompt is tell us about a time when you failed at something. I love this essay prompt, you guys. Um, so again, tell us about a time when you failed at something. So now you're going to have to kind of, you know, dig deep. Some people will say, well, I've never failed at anything. They're looking for you to dig deep and, and to look honestly into your life and your journey as a student and really, you know, dig deep and, and be honest with yourself and, and put this information out. So I love this essay prompt because it's really it is really getting you to think um, about the process. So, you know, what were the circumstances how did you respond to failure and what lessons you guys, what lessons did you learn? I absolutely love this essay prompt is it's going to make you think it's not that long, 400 words, you know, you're not going to die from having to really dig deep and, and um, do some soul searching um, through this journey as well. And then the last essay prompt was in 2042, um, you are selected as one of Time Magazine's 100 most influential people in the world. What achievements earned you a spot on this list? How did you achieve success and what impact is it having on your community, uh, the United States, and even the world? And again, no more than 400 words. So again, this is one of the how do I want to say the filters, the things that they will use to weed um, students out of the process. They're looking at your writing skills. Um, so again, circling back to, you know, some of the suggestions that we have given uh, in the past, don't just rely on your eyes, your parents' eyes, your best friend, your aunt, your uncle to review your essays you know, start thinking of someone else that you um, that you feel that will give you honest feedback because this is critical. I mean, this next phase will determine if you, you know, make it to that final phase. And, and as I said before, Gates covers um, everything else that your financial aid package does not. Um, and as long as you're willing to stay in school, they are willing to cover the cost. Um for your education. And so it's a really great program, but again, you have to put some time and effort into the essay prompts. You can't wait until the last minute. I think the next round deadline is January 15th. Um, I think you also have to um, submit two email addresses for um, 
teachers who have actually um, taught you a particular subject in uh, during high school. Um, so again, that's critical as well. That's very important. So you know, you, you got to have trust, faith that uh, I guess the the individuals, the teachers that you select, that they will write you, you know, a really great recommendation letter or, or even I'm not sure if, if it's a letter or if it's, um, you know, you're just checking off, you know, certain things. Um, but you want to have enough faith that you have established a really great uh, teacher-student relationship with that individual that they will give you a really great um, recommendation or review. So you got to think about that. Uh, you have to have your, your FAFSA um, in place. I think one of the students... Um, from the school in Goose Creek said that she was selected for random verification for her school, not for her school, but for, well, yeah, from the college and university that she's interested in. They sent her the verification form. And so that in turn, she was selected for verification for Gates as well. So she's got, she needs to upload um, some information um, to Gates additional, uh, information just to say that, I guess, you know, her parent is her parent. Um, they made the money that they made, um, during that year, whatever. So again, you have to make sure you follow all those steps so you can move on to the next round. So, you know, really excited for the students, um, for Gates, uh, Coca-Cola scholarship. Uh, I saw some students on, uh, Ron Brown GPS talk about um, Coca Cola Dell. Um, I think Davidson Fellows is is coming up and they're about to close um, as well. Um, another parent reached out to me and I try to use these questions uh, as we prepare for our podcast. Uh, you know, I knew there was a parent. This particular parent um, had two uh, older children. Uh, who did very well in school academically. Um, I don't think they're all on full rides in college, but they're on partial scholarships. And so I suggested you guys to pull that scholarship list from uh, her, her older siblings, like do you, or her older children, you know, do you still have the, the envelopes or the contact information or the email addresses uh, or did the school have a a list of scholarships that each senior um, won at that particular school? So that's just another tip. You know, if you have um, students, if you have sisters and brothers that uh, won scholarships in the past, your older friends who may have graduated high school a year or two ahead of you, um, you could also compile a list especially those local and state level scholarships. You can definitely compile a list that way because like I said, a, a lot of local and state level scholarships will become available in January and February. So I decided to do, take my own advice <laughs> and I went searching because I, I think other than some, so each year at our, at not at my high school, but the school where my children attend they normally do like a newsletter and then they'll place like all the scholarships that the current seniors have won so far. So probably at your school, we do do this at my high school where they have to fill out a form 
each year and they have to list all of their scholarships. Now I require proof. I do not allow my students to simply tell me that they've won the Coca-Cola scholarship and no one's reached out to me. It hasn't been in a paper. This like like a national scholarship. Uh, where's the proof? So I usually request um, proof, not only just for scholarships, but any um, funds that are offered to the student um, through the college or university. We add that to their total. Um, so we, you know, typically ask for proof. Um, there's usually an email or there's something sent to you in the mail. So I always encourage parents and students to please make sure that you have a folder or you're compiling some type of list or you're keeping it on a, on a uh, spreadsheet, uh, Excel spreadsheet or somewhere where you can have access to it. So when you are required or if you're required at your high school to um, turn this information in, you won't have to search for it. You won't have to go in and out of various emails to search for the information is there. You know, if, you know, Duke University offers you, you know, $10,000 a year, then go ahead and print that out, put it in a folder or, or go ahead and create a folder on your desktop or your laptop and, you know, put that information in there as well. So you may have a folder for acceptances and then you may have a folder for financial aid right? Or you put it all in one folder. I mean, whatever will work for you, or if you prefer to print them off. And I think that's what Jordan is doing along with her acceptance letters. She's also, you know, printing off her financial aid packages um, as well. And if that works for her, um, that's fine. Of course, I have put them in a folder on our desktop um, at home as well. So again, that's another option um, that you can uh, utilize to stay, you know, to stay organized because you guys, I'm, I'm going to tell you, it can get overwhelming. Um, and especially after the holidays is it's going to move really quickly. So again, I searched as I was searching, I found um, one of the lists that uh, I'm, I'm assuming that um, these were some of the scholarships that my oldest daughter uh, received, which was 63 scholarships. I think there are about 60 on here. And it's so funny because uh, some of them are, uh, you know, a good bit of them are national level scholarships, um, but a lot of them state uh, local level scholarships. One of the scholarships, I totally forgot about this scholarship. Um, and this is, it is a local level scholarship. Looks like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, let me see if this scholarship is still in existence um, in Sumter County. And I'm going to have to do some digging um, for that one as well. But honestly forgot about that. It was the Anthony Graham um, scholarship, and they gave her uh, $750. Totally forgot all about that um, scholarship as well also forgot about the 100 black men of greater Columbia um, scholarship and they gave her $2,000. Uh, and so uh, I forgot about that scholarship, but guess what? Jordan did not. She applied. Yay. She was like, it's in the book, mom. 
And I know that and she knows that. But again, there you guys, there are so many scholarships that are available for students. It can be very overwhelming um, sometimes. So uh, you may forget or you may be working on, you know, you know, helping your children with, with other things or volunteer stuff right now. And you totally forget about those things, but kudos to her. I had to give her a little pat on the back that that was on her spreadsheet and she actually applied um, for that particular scholarship. Also start, you know, again, circle back to those colleges and universities that you're interested in and see what type of package um, that they are offering based on your um, GPA if they require ACT or SAT score, um, you know, they're looking now to see how dedicated you are after applying. You know, if you've attended an open house or, you know, a visit or you did a virtual visit or you did one of the Zoom drop-ins, um, they they have a limit, you guys, on the, the number of scholarships. So even though... They may say, they can say, you know, if you have a 4.5 GPA and you have at least a 25 on your ACT, we'll give you a full ride. They do not have that many packages to offer um, to students, but they just, uh, they're definitely looking at what students or, or who's really invested into coming to USC or coming to um, Clemson or um, LSU, um, you know, USCB, um, one of the scholarships that, not scholarships, but one of the offers that many of my students received this past Thursday was an invitation to the Honors College at USCB. And we actually thought, you guys, that it was a scam at first because I think Jordan and maybe about 15 or others, 15 or 20 other students received this random text in the evening and it said click on this link and so my daughter's always telling me don't click on don't when someone texts you something don't click on anything like you know normally they'll send you an email and so we waited until the next day we tried to log in from the desktop well it said error I had my students do the same thing when when I was at school and it said error to them as well so my gosh this was probably a scam um and so I ended up calling once the school opened uh, after nine and the lady said, yes, we've been getting, e you know, phone calls, emails all day. You know, was this, was um, the um, text a scam? You know, my kids were clicking on these links and she said no, but there was a glitch in their system and they ended up posting, I think, I guess the information on, their student portal. So what they had to do was go in, refresh. I think they had them refresh or something, and lo and behold, it popped up. And so it was an invitation to the Honors College. Um, and so that does come with um, some scholarship money, but uh, I don't think they really um, put the amount out there at, at first. So definitely you're going to have to um, get in touch with the financial aid office. Um, to find out about that information. Uh, another uh, parent reached out to me. She heard she's already having a conversation with the school uh, about 
scholarship opportunities for her daughter, but they do not have an ACT or SAT score. But this young lady has um, performed well um, in school. She has over a 5.0 GPA. Um, It's a small uh, liberal arts school. And so they are excited to have this particular student. The mother, the um, father, and the student have visited this particular campus, I think she said three or four times. So that's letting the um, the um, university know, okay, this this particular young lady is is definitely um, investing in coming to this school. So she may be one of those individuals that we will extend um, the scholarship money to. Um, so again, it sometimes is about the visits. You know, we are always stressing, you know, finalize, you know, your top three, your top five. Make sure that you are visiting, you know, the schools, even if you can only do a virtual tour, if the school is out west, I definitely encourage you guys to um, visit the school or do a virtual um, tour. You definitely don't want to be caught um, by surprise um, by the school, um, you know, in August when you're unpacking in, in your dorm and and the college is not what you really, you know, thought that it would be. So we are wrapping up in uh, December. I think we will do a few more episodes in December. But in January, you guys, so before I leave, I did want to share some information with you guys, even more about our scholarship and college fairs. Uh, We will do um, two virtual events and we will host our in-person event in Sumter on January 21st. And we are so excited um, to be back in person. Um, that is how we started this program, started the the scholarship fairs in 2017. And as we've said before, our the number of people who attend each year has grown from 1,000 to 1,500 to 1,800 to over 2,400 um, parents, students, and educators from North Carolina, Georgia, and South Carolina for our in-person event at Sumter High School. But our virtual events, again, we have more than 5,000 people um, participate because everyone across the country is invited to register and participate uh, in our event. Um, I was just looking at back at some of our footage from our virtual events last year. And believe it or not, the we host the Kahoot uh, Trivia Um, during the breaks for the free laptops and I mean people were serious about the Kahoot games and um, it was just basic trivia 10 questions about scholarships about paid scholarship academy um, national scholarships um, and so those prizes we gave away laptops and printers uh, gift cards scholarship books um, during that time as well so we are excited Um, it will be January 28th and March 4th for uh, those um, two events um, in January and March. And then also on the 21st is our in-person event. You can check us out on social media for the links, uh, you guys. And now I will stress to you guys, one thing that happened last year that we, well, this year in January and March, we will not be reopening the portals for those who forget to register uh, on time. So it has been open since the 1st of November and we have been marketing and pushing the information out. We are close to a thousand 
um, registered for the in-person event and close to 700. But we, you know, we know we wait until the last minute, right? Uh, and we also have our group registration um, forms that we will be doing in during the Christmas uh, months from um, schools that have registered, you know, their schools um, through group registration. So, again, there are different options that are out there. Um, if you're interested in one of those options, um, please send me an email, payscholarshipacademy at gmail.com, and I can send you a packet. If you offer a scholarship or if you know of a national organization for our virtual events that would like to um, participate in our virtual event as a scholarship vendor, uh, please make sure that you give them that email address. Um, we will be more than happy um, to send them um, that information. Um, and so during de in December, we are going to advertise some of the different um, scholarship organizations that have already uh, confirmed that they will participate in person or um, virtually uh, with our events for this year. So definitely excited about that. Uh, one of the scholarships that I want to share with you guys today is the um, AABE, and that's the um, Blacks in Energy Scholarship. And each year they host this scholarship. This is the 19th year that they've offered um, this scholarship for students. There's a South Carolina chapter um, for um, this program, and there's also a national chapter. Um, this South Carolina chapter offers between $350 to $3,500 um, to minority students of South Carolina majoring in science, technology, engineering, or math. Um, so if you are a high school senior and you plan to attend a four-year college or university, uh, please make sure that you check out uh, this particular scholarship. Um, and again, um, I am going to do a trivia question next week on our social media page. And those that, uh, those individuals that listen to our podcast and mention the Josie K. Claiborne Memorial Scholarship could possibly win free tickets to our virtual scholarship and college fair. Um, so we are excited about that. Uh, we look forward to uh, seeing you guys, have you guys register. Again, if you have any questions, um, again, if you have um, any questions um, for us, make sure that you send them in um, to our group uh, discussion. We have a group page where you can put those info, those um, questions out there. Uh, I did want to touch on one question um, that I shared with Jaren before we leave. And there was a, there was a parent that um, sent me a message. Her daughter's in eighth grade, I believe eighth or ninth grade. And she's interested in getting a full ride basketball scholarship and she wanted to know um could our program help with that and i that's we our scholarship or our program uh, the program that we have we are trying to um prepare students how to search and apply and ultimately win you know those scholarships that we love to talk about each week uh, as far as with athletics um you know i strongly encouraged her to uh, contact her or, you know, have a conversation with her coach or, her, you know, maybe even her athletic director about as far as an athletic scholarship, that's 
different than what we're doing um, here. But there are some parts of our program, um, especially one of with NCAA that um, Jaron loves to talk about um, in our at our scholarship fairs and on the podcast um, that could po- possibly um, help you with the conversation or how to ask um, certain questions for your coach um, and for your athletic director uh, as well. And so most of my students will tell you that attend my school at Woodland. Ms. M, you know, she wants you to get a scholarship. Ms. M knows absolutely nothing about athletics. And this is probably true. (laughs) Um, But I'm always encouraging my students. I have one student now that's up um, that has probably about nine offers now. And the first thing I'm asking him, you know, are they going to cover everything? Is it a full ride? Yes, Ms. M, it's a full ride because I know that's all you care about. That is uh, absolutely all that I care about. I'm like, you're not, are you walking on? Like, are they giving you money? They're paying for your books. But those uh, those nine particular offers are all full ride offers. Um, so I'm definitely excited about that. But, you know, I try to learn a little bit, you know, with Jaron and uh, my athletic director at my school and, and uh, my friend who's also the basketball coach. Uh, I try to learn a little bit about the process um, to assist them, um, but definitely, you know, have that conversation early. I think this is a great time um, for that particular parent to um, have that conversation with the student. So again, until next time, you guys, we uh, hopefully we'll be in the same building at uh, the same time, but we look forward um, to seeing you. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Pace Scholarship Academy. We do post scholarships every day, and I look forward to talking to you next time.